Welcome to the official podcast of ToyPhotographers.com, where we talk to photographers from around the globe about turning action figures, Lego, miniatures, and more into fantastic works of art. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Toy Photographers Podcast, the official podcast of ToyPhotographers.com. My name is Sabrina Perry, and I'm here with Shelly Corbett, and we're back for another one of our themed episodes. Uh, this time, this month, we challenge each other and the toy photography community to take photographs that show us how you live your life the Danish way, full of hygge. Great to be here, Sabrina. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I got. I'm glad I got through that intro. Uh, I'm glad to be here again with you, Shelly. Welcome back to the podcast. This is our first themed episode of the year. Yeah. Is it? Yes, I guess it is. January's challenge, TP underscore share hookah, because we really wanted people to share what that meant to them. And it's pretty wide open as to what people did, but it's interesting to see the commonalities with that. So I don't, it was super fun. I enjoyed it. I did too. It was It was good to start off the year spreading joy yes going in when we decided to do this back in december i i knew january was going to be a difficult year and our difficult month and i'm glad i'm pleased to report that it lived up to my expectations me too me too (laughs) i definitely felt all the warm hugs and uh sitting by the fire even though i don't have a fire (laughs) in my apartment I it, looking at everyone's photos it's it's definitely get the warm fuzzies don't you it's it's lovely but we're getting ahead of ourselves we are we are I I loved how many people uh responded we had over 50 entries this month which is which is good for us I mean we're just a little podcast right very niche in our little community and what people who are attracted to the blog. So I I was super pleased. Lots of new faces, lots of new names. So it was, we appreciate the support and all the people who joined in. So thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for sharing Hugo with us. <laughs> but before we get into the specific photos, let's talk about the blog because we're not just a podcast. We are an actual blog with anywhere from three to five articles a week are published um, celebrating the community and featuring photographers and reviews from Lego uh, and other action figures, as well as tips and tricks about how to actually do toy photography. And I don't even know how long we've been doing this five five years now so there's significant resources in those uh those back articles but january what did you like there are there were so many to choose from uh in case you don't visit the blog often there's featured fridays so there's obviously four featured fridays that you can check out they were all great they all have little tidbits on how people how they became toy photographers their story and little little snippets and i'm i'm not going to tell you who they were so that you can go and check them out because that's what that's what this part is all about but they it, are all amazing so they were all amazing t- just click on featured fridays on um the blog and you'd find all of the featured fridays and you'd find the ones that were from this month in january yeah, and it, it kind of goes, I guess, with the 
the podcast series that Terry and Ariel are doing about introduction to toy photography for newbies is that if you don't know who is in the community and who the interesting people are, if you follow the Future Friday tag, I know we've only doing it for, I think, three months now, yeah. is that you are going to be introduced to some people that maybe not aren't going to throw show up on your algorithm and some, meet some new people and also learn. We're asking people to share some little tips and things about their own work and maybe you will learn something along the way as well yeah i also really like the one about use like don't playing with your food <laughs> um because it is about playing with your food with your toys but also like looking at the world differently and seeing what you can actually use for your toy photography you'd be surprised yeah, that was good. Ken is a find. He just reached out and said, hey, can I write for you? And I'm like, okay, pitch me an idea. And so far, it's been good. We've got a few other articles from him coming up. And I'm hoping that he will be a regular contributor to the blog because it's just it's a different point of view. And we do have that as part of our mission on the blog is to represent lots of different toys and different viewpoints because in my opinion, we all have a lot to learn from each other. For sure. And yeah, and if you listen to episode 50 of the podcast, when James said you should just reach out, or and then if you listen to episode whatever, 100 or something, where I was like, oh, I just randomly was like, hey, I have this idea. You should do it too, because then maybe one day you'd end up on the podcast or end up writing for the blog. <laughs> Yeah, if you're interested, doors always open. Yeah, we're uh, here. Pitch, yep, we're here. Uh, so my I my two favorite uh, articles on the blog, unfortunately or fortunately, were they were both podcasts. Uh, the conversation I had with Tom Milton is a favorite of mine, and I loved our roundtable on criticism, and that seemed to strike a chord with a lot of people because I did get some some comments. People reached out how much they enjoyed that that particular episode. So if you haven't checked out the podcast in a while, head back and check those two episodes out and give them a listen. I think you'll enjoy them. They are they are great. They are great. They are a good listen. Tom is good. And if you if you are feeling down about criticism, that one is also a great way to remember that it's okay if you're just doing it for yourself. And don't let the haters hate. Yeah, yeah. Don't listen to the cheap seats. <laughs> <laughs> what do they know anyway? <laughs> and then the last uh, article that I would point people to is to Tomek's review of the Lego Astronomy Tower. I think that set came out a little while ago, but he got his hands on it, courtesy of our relationship with the Lego group, and did a review and Two things that always strike me about his reviews is one, he does so much with so little. And I think the set was actually pretty hard to photograph. But when I look at his photos, I don't see how cramped and small those interior spaces are. He makes them feel very big and complete. And also, I'm, I'm a big fan of Tomek's reviews because I've he's been writing for us for a few years now and watching his not only his writing because English is not his first language, improve as well as his photography. It's, I've just, I just feel like the, I'm just so proud of what we offer people yeah. and what they can do with their photography, where they can take it. Yeah, for sure. I know that's, that's how I feel about myself, which is weird 
to talk about. But yeah, like, but I understand like the growth that you can have from just like talking to the other toy photographers or getting very involved um, in the community and maybe not writing for the blog or um, becoming a podcaster, but just talking to everyone and reading the articles or even joining the hashtags and joining the theme challenges can really do that for you. Yeah. Bring, bring us together a little bit more in this crazy world that we have. That's the toy photography community. What did you like? Anything on the blog? I like, I like a lot of things. You you like all of you. Um, but you know, uh, speaking of Tomex, Yana, she did an article on the a Lego review on the Heart Lake Hotel. Mm-hmm. And she, in that review, she talks about how hard, like, the set is cool, but it's also really hard to photograph because it's tiny and small. And I think both Yana and Tomek really, really talk about in their Lego reviews. Like, it is hard to use Lego sets as as backgrounds or, like, to take pictures of figures inside those sets and make it look like it's not so cramped. And that is difficult. Yeah. You almost have to tear them apart a little bit and expand them and make them a little bit bigger. So they're more suited really akin to a, a movie set or a, right. a television sound sound stage. You have to build up more around your figures than, than what a little Lego playable set will give you. Yeah. But if, when you read the articles and they give you little tips on, how to go about doing that. And it's very helpful. Yeah. Cause those sets are not cheap. So better make sure you get your, your money out of them. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I, yes, I, yeah. So check out the blog. Those, those were our favorites. Okay. On to Huga. On to Huga. I want some hugs like Olaf. Is that too corny? Frozen? Well, it- Come it on. took me a minute to realize who Olaf was. I'm sorry, I didn't straight go to uh, what 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 was the movie again? Frozen. Right, that's it. <laughs> and then, are you gonna like melt him if you hug him? No, he likes warm hugs. <laughs> he, uh, uh, this is not embarrassing at all, toy photographer community. But I have an Olaf shirt that says I like warm hugs. And all I was thinking about during this Hugga challenge was hugging Olaf in the snow. So much so that I like was like, I'm going to take a snow angel photo and then just like made a snow angel in the snow. Well, now I finally understand your photo of uh, that uh, building a snowman, which was just that cute little snowman out in the middle of the snow. <laughs> I get it now. Oh my god, I'm so slow. <laughs> so, yeah, this is why. This is why um, I'm not embarrassed. This is fun. You're a toy photographer. You can't be embarrassed about anything. I mean, no. seriously, you're a grown adult woman with a real job and adulting life. Yet <laughs> you play with toys. What does this say about you? Hmm? I'm okay with laughing at my own jokes and putting up a pun that maybe nobody will understand in my toy photography. And that's okay with me. And I'm sure that's, I hope that's okay with all of you. And if it's not, let it be or let it go. Oh, geez. Here we go again. More. Enough. Enough. (laughs) 
I can't take anymore. All right, okay. <laughs> okay, what is Huga if people do not understand what the heck we're talking about? Okay, so I'm not a history for professor, but I did look up Huga on the the website for Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go to the source. Yes, so um, it's actually from the from eight. It was showed up in the Danish, like according to Visit Denmark. Hugga means creating a warm atmosphere and enjoying the good things in life with good people. The warm glow of candlelight is hugga, cozying up with a loved one for a movie. Hugga, and there's nothing more hugga than sitting around with friends and family discussing the big and small things in life. So perhaps Huga explains why the Danes are some of the happiest people in the world, which is why we decided to do and choose Huga for January's theme, because we wanted to make everyone happy in January. Or at least remind them that there, there's in, in the deepest, darkest month of the year or nearly that there is joy and happiness and brightness and cozy we can create that within this darkness. Yes. At least if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. Now, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you're like well into your like summer and you're on vacation and you're doing the holidays and like Jan, Jan and he's like off to the beach with the family and having a good time. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, but but we is, are up Hoka's here. All year round, right? That's true. It's true. When you look it up and do a little research, it's a four season activity. It just changes yes. a little bit. Yeah. And since I didn't have any snow, time. I had to embrace the spring and summer hookah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, for a while, it didn't snow, but it was very cold uh, here in, in Michigan. But then it, then it snowed. I'll, that's oh. all I'll go about. <laughs> I've got all these toys out in my shop studio ready to photograph in the snow. I've got all these little setups. I'm ready to go just waiting to get into the mountain and it's been weeks and I'm like, ah, sadness. <sighs> okay. Uh, back to Huga. Um, so no, looking at all of our entries and people who tagged the, this particular hashtag, I saw a lot of common themes and they were things like coffee or hot chocolate or any warm beverage yeah. reading uh, walks. It was fun to see some cameras show up because uh, I thought that was lovely. Eating good food, sitting by the fireplace, hanging out with friends, being yeah. with the ones you love. I just, just, I don't know, all so warm and cozy. It was wonderful to see all those cozy images. It, yeah, it really was. Like I was saying at the beginning, I don't have a fireplace. So living vicariously through toys, like next to a fire was fun <laughs> like i felt it's weird because it's weird to like is it it's not weird to like feel the warmth in a photograph and no. i think there were a lot of images that like really made me feel hugged <laughs> so uh, it's which is good i mean it, yeah. that means that, you, that these photographers are connecting with their audience that they're getting across what they are what they're trying to photograph and being a photographer is about paying attention and looking at the details and finding 
new things to sort of bring to the awareness of your viewer. And I think Hooka is very much about that. It's about being present, enjoying the moment, the beauty in your surroundings, the beauty in the people around you. And seeing that reflected in these photos was, I it seemed like a it seemed like a good fit between the two, photography and Hooga. Yeah, it is it was it's all about taking uh, time for yourself and taking a break um, from everything else that's going on and taking a pause. And I think that's that's what the toy photography like really showed is people really captured that. Yeah, I love all the all the books. It felt like I I, I in some parts of my life I feel like reading is a lost art, but it clearly uh, there's plenty of, of our friends out here that also enjoy reading and sitting down with a good book. Yeah. I feel like I haven't sat down for a good book in a while, aside from the one book by Sean Tucker that I, I've recently read. But like, other than that, I haven't been, I haven't been reading lots of books. That's a good book. I we'll have to talk about that. When we should have a little podcast, just a book review on that. I'm almost done, and it's been really interesting. Um, but again, we're off topic again. Um, <laughs> it's not off topic. Lots of people had people like lots of people had their toys reading books in nooks. So, Boba Fett reading a book. Boba Fett reading another book. Like Boba Fett likes to read books, apparently. He's an educated guy. Yeah. He's quiet. He's got a lot of room. He's got a lot of time to kill on the slave one. You know, I can see him picking up a book, right? Yeah. And he and you know, now so it makes sense. War and Peace was an interesting choice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Todd, for that chuckle on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Tomek had Boba Fett reading a book too. And Lots of people had Hermione reading books or using that minifigure to represent themselves reading a book. So apparently books are hooga. Well, yeah, lots of things are hooga. Um, I, lots of great images. Some of my favorites. Well, actually, uh, Janin had participated with a few images. And I'll just, like, be honest, just all of his images are very hooga. But then... Uh, that kind of makes sense because his hashtag is Spidey goes Hooga. So clearly <laughs> Hooga is at the base of what he believes in. So seeing some of his photos and uh, representing what it means to him, which is really connection with other people and family and seeing that represented in these, in his usual beautiful inimitable style was, was lovely. So For he's sure. definitely right For up sure. there, but wasn't wasn't my only favorite i had lots of lots of good fun images um uh my name is 3po that's my underscore name underscore is underscore c3 c3po had a lovely little image that they had created with uh c3po in front of that fire that you don't have <laughs> in his little rocking chair and he was like um Sipping his coffee, watching little Grogu playing on the on the um, on the ground in front of his little rocking chair. But was light nice was that you had a little R two D two off to the side with the chef cap, and then over the fireplace is a group photo of the three of them. You know the quintessential family photo, and it was just it was just it just screamed that intimate 
family moment of just hanging out at the house and enjoying each other's company in a relaxed way, just going about your day-to-day business. And that really brought home with that detail of the photo over the fireplace. I just thought that was just a very nice touch because if I was going to do that photo, I would have just put up a map or something and called it done. But to take go to the extra mile and actually put that photo in there was just perfect. So chef's kiss on adding the photo on top of, uh, on top of the fireplace. Yeah, that was, I, yeah, I I was like, Oh, that was so good to add the little photo because it really makes it feel homey. Yeah, really homey. So it was great. It was an adorable little scene, little domestic scene. Well, well executed. Great idea. Well executed. So nice job. My name is C-3PO. And another image that I really enjoyed was uh, created by My Siren. And it has two Lego minifigs standing with their heads uh, just about barely touching they both have closed eyes and very peaceful looks on their face. She has this cute little pink torso with the red heart on it, which is just so adorable. He's holding a little teddy bear behind him. And it's just this little intimate scene between two people captured in this little photo. Very, very simple. I think in my old age or after looking at thousands of toy photos, I really appreciate simple is, is that, I don't know, keep it simple aesthetic. And this really captures that all the emotion, all the feels, and not a lot of extraneous uh, distractions. I really like that focus on those two figures. So nice job, my siren on that one. So what about you, Sabrina? You got one that you like? Janie Janie had a very similar photo to the my siren. A little bit different, but similar idea is the guy was about to go and give a gift to his girlfriend while she's driving um and he's stopping and stopping her in the middle of the road so that's like just sharing sharing the love in in a very uh romantic gesture that is that's that's a grand gesture it's it's a a grand gesture of a a moment of love was lovely i like the use of the of the background that she chose with the cities which clearly not a city probably a projection but it's still you get a nice uh, indication of where they're at in the city abstract design looked really nice it did and then i also liked um zero photography like 78 so that's zero spelled out photography and then the number 78 um they did like a netflix chilling on your your couch netflix photo like on your laptop and they used like the hoodie headpiece as a blanket, and I thought it was brilliant. And it, that is that is a way that I like to relax. It's just sitting around watching Netflix on my laptop. So I, that was very relatable to me. <laughs> <laughs> like and like uh, the great cleric and Ant Man just lounging around in a on a chair, also very relatable to me in the way that I. <laughs> like celebrate hugga in my life Um, well it's nice that these images appear to be drawing from personal experience which i think is how you end up with images that are uh personable and and if if you're pulling from your own experience and sharing that then it's easier for us to go oh i totally relate to that because i do the same thing and then again you're creating that connection with your viewer in a nice way yeah and then brick 
Lex Studios. Um, they did they did one where the person is walking outside of I don't know if it's like their apartment complex. They're holding a cup of coffee and the sun is hitting their face and their eyes are closed. And it 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 really looks like the moment where you you step out. It's kind of cold, but the sun hits your face and it's warm. After you've sipped like the like the first sip of coffee, it's like the best part of waking up. Yeah, like yeah, the, the first morning. Yeah, and feeling the the warmth of the sun mm-hmm. and the beauty of the sunrise, and 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 she's got that nice warm glow cast over the entire photo, which really reinforces that golden hour morning moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've noticed that uh, in the latest CMFs that the little acorn person is mm-hmm. definitely getting a lot of love. I yes. think that's going to be a, a big, very popular minifig going forward. And minifig minifigure dot mania did this great little photo featuring the acorn guy, and he appears to be petting like a little little green worm. And I, I love the outdoor scene, but I also really enjoy that they're mixing their toys and not neither one uh, clearly the lego but with a different toy and i always like that when people combine their toys together yeah it was a a nice a nice mix because we while many of the photos that we've talked about so far are lego we are not a lego only group so it's nice to see other toys represented not sure about that mushroom with the face on it i know it comes with the guy but i don't know that's just me that's definitely a, a personal (laughs) kind of think it's creepy but (laughs) smiling mushrooms i guess i don't even like to eat mushrooms so i'm never gonna put a mushroom in my photo but i like this spot of red so and everything is better in threes so it's still nice it's just me being a weirdo i don't i'm not a fan of mushrooms either but i do think it's cute (laughs) (laughs) but this totally gets into that that personal relationship we have with our toys and how we bring those preconceived notions to the images that we see i find that really interesting and when people talk about and this is going back to the criticism roundtable is you're not always going to connect with people over really stupid things like this (laughs) that's true that's true so do it do it anyway laugh at your own jokes like like i said yeah like build a snowman heck were you thinking whatever i know it was uh, cold <laughs> i i um i have no idea who the heart knight is absolutely no idea but i really did love abacaster which a-b-a-c-u-s-t-r so abacaster photo of the heart knight he did a mess of these photos but the one that i really liked was a rear view uh of this all pink figure that I kind of an Ant-Man sort of feel to him. I have no idea. Again, I have no idea who the Heart Knight is. You guys all probably do. But uh, we're looking at this figure sitting in a white clawfoot tub. And we're at we're, the view is from the back looking across the tub. And he's got this heart, pink heart-shaped brush coming down to scrub his back. And then beyond the figure is the little yellow rubber ducky, which is held up by the bubble, the bubble bubbles in quotes, because that's really looks like stuffing from a um, that you would use in a um, pillow or something. 
and the shower head in the distance. So you got really good depth of field and this lovely story of an intimate moment being captured as this little character is having a beautiful little bubble bath. So um, I, I loved it. And having it come from the back is just a different viewpoint that we don't always see. So it had a nice ambiguity to it. So nice job, Abacus, you're making me stop and look at your photo again. I enjoyed roaming around it and seeing the details that you put into it. So very nice. Thanks yeah. for sharing. Yeah. With that one too, I'd like forgotten that like taking warm baths are like good. <laughs> <laughs> well, add it to your list right after get yourself a fireplace in your in your apartment and then take more bubble baths. Yeah. Yeah, that's relaxing. I don't know why I haven't done that in a while. Um, <laughs> until I saw the photo, I was like, oh, yeah, warm baths are good. Like. And then on the other hand, away from the warm bath, we've got Matthew with his sub-zero hand solo offering to share his roadie with us. And Matthew's his 365 last year, really uh, watching his photo skills just, uh, I don't know, grow exponentially was lots of fun. But what I was attracted to about this photo, um, not only was it funny and well uh and well shot as great idea executed. But I, I learned a little bit about Matthew and the learning about photographers through the stories they tell. It's always fascinating to me. I just, I love seeing those details and getting a glimpse into other people's lives. I'm not sure if I would live in the outback of a small town in Ontario in sub zero weather, but you know, Matthew loves it. It's a great place to grow a family. And I loved what he was doing with his Han Solo enjoying the local cuisine so as always matthew awesome work yeah yeah like similar to going outside in the cold and taking like a photo walk lego sarah's underscore adventures also had like a photo of her walking outside in the snow with like with like a scarf like a, the lego minifigure was like wrapped around in a scarf uh she wrote how she very much enjoys like going outside and taking photos and think photo walks are like very hooga and also i mean i know i kind of alluded to talked about this before but the idea of hooga is paying attention to the little things in life that are little um expressions of joy in interaction and paying attention to what brings us joy and when you're a photographer you you if you're looking for a photo you're you're paying attention to the details around you and the lighting and textures and composition and i think and really being present in the moment and i think the the two concepts of being an attentive photographer with the idea of hygge i think there's a really good overlap and with sarah's photo she actually either made a little scarf or created a little little fabric scarf and I also really appreciate that attention to detail because that's really going the extra mile and creating something soft around these hard plastic figures that's a, another entry point into toys that's beyond just uh the hard plastic I don't know it makes them more approachable does that make sense yeah yeah it makes them feel alive yeah, because they're a one more. They're just one more step into our world. Yeah, and it's it's one more thing to remind you of something uh, that's real 
and then putting it into the thing to make it feel lived in, like the photo that you could actually see that figure does go walking around with a scarf. Whereas yeah. I, in my real life, do not walk around with a scarf, although I should. <laughs> um, and I had to- I had like commented on the photo, this photo reminds me that I should be wearing a scarf. <laughs> like- Hi, I've got a zillion of them. I have a scarf habit, so I'll send you some. <laughs> With my like next Lego box, which but I, I really sh- should actually point out that y- all your photos, Sabrina, this month were so wonderful. And your little, I mean, so many good ones. I know we've already alluded to the snowman one, but another one that I really enjoyed was the, the Cratchit family from A Christmas Carol, where the father is putting a little scarf around Tiny Tim's little neck. And it was just, a, again, it's just that intimate small moment being captured using toys to remind us of it's it's the little things it's those little moments but you had lots of great photos you just knocked it out of the ballpark so nice to see you were not having an existential crisis this month so good job there (laughs) it's it's funny you mentioned that i wasn't having an existential crisis but like a lot of the little moments uh, like I've said this before on the podcast, but like the way about going and doing themes is I think about the theme, I look up the definition and, and then I kind of like think of everything I think uh, is whatever the topic is or like think about all the things that like go into that topic. And like because Christmas had just passed and I always have ha- like I played Tiny Tim in um, the school play. One, because I was the smallest. So, like, really, I kind of knew that I was going to be Tiny Tim. But that's beside the point. Um, but for me, that family, like, the Cratchit family, like, t- Tiny Tim's whole mentality about, like, God bless us, everyone. And he just finding, like, all the happiness and, like, things that are so small, like plum pudding and, like, ha- and, like having, like, the smallest turkey to him was, like, the greatest thing is like he lived his he lives hugga like tiny tim live hugga that's why i took that photo <laughs> yeah it's, it's a reminder of of the yeah the good things in life yeah also like sitting around playing video games and like just watching a movie us- with your husband yeah just making just making a snow angel for no reason and then like the like the last one I did the other day was just taking a photo at work with my coworkers and like that was that's hooga. Yeah, you have a lot of hooger going on at your workplace. <laughs> but people I are do. gonna have to go read your posts to see the whole story when that because that you have to go experience that one. <laughs> hooga in real life. Yeah, Hugga in real life. Uh, sharing, sh- actually sharing Hugga in real life uh, is that that is that that one. I liked yours though, and I particularly like the one with uh, Harry and Luna in the boat, like sailing together. Because it's like it's a, like a friendship that's so special, and like sharing time with your friends. And it was just such a lovely photo. Oh, thanks. <laughs> like, 
And it, and and I got to express my complete and total disappointment with uh, the author of Harry Potter because I really, I always thought these two should end up together. And the fact that he ended up with Ginny Weasley always annoyed the living crap out of me. It's like, no, he should be with Luna. If, I mean, in so many ways, they're like both outcasts or, you know, outside of the norm. And they both have these, these like weird reputations they have to live with i don't know he gets she gets him um yeah and he was always too busy being trying to be cool and he should never have been cool he should have he should have been with her i never did get that but so i that's another great reason to do toy photography is you can play out your own personal fan fiction for for reals for reals yeah you yeah you can take you know whatever story you want to tell it's for you Absolutely. I'm sure everyone was probably wondering about my Sparkle Fairy Unicorn Princess doing the lipstick thing because that's like so not me, but it was red and I found it. I thought it was cool and I've been trying to do this more images around her, but that's going to be a future blog post. And I just um, I just wanted to play with reflections. So I'm like, okay, yeah. how am I going to play with reflections and satisfy this particular challenge and that's what i came up with so i had fun I like it. it was it yeah i i did yeah i did like that a lot that was fun i did, yeah there there were just so many images that yeah were very wonderful and i'm, I'm so glad that like so many people participated people who don't normally participate and there that there are so many new people or yes like, or people who maybe are not new, but are actually using the hashtag. Yes. And this kind of brings up that idea I was talking that we were talking about before we got going, which is what are the value of these challenges? And so specifically around Huga, the value of, of doing this is just celebrating an idea that reflects our values in life and sharing that with the community. And hopefully we can reinforce that idea and like little ripples in a pond moving out through the community, uh, an opportunity to share joy or what makes us joyful. And certainly playing with toys is part of that and, ex and creating little stories and revealing pieces about ourselves through those stories, uh, uh, happiness and warmth and the joy that can bring us. I think it's important and really just counteracting the the just the garbage in this world that just feels like it's coming at all of us like a freight train so taking a moment and stepping off the tracks and playing with the toys and creating warm and wonderful images it was just i, I think it was a great way to spend the month it really was and like one of the photos i thought about taking but i i did not was that like i I find a lot of like, like actual, like looking at all the Huga photos was like made me feel Huga, but like also just in general scrolling through the community's like posts and reading all the captions and like listening to podcasts and like watching people's like stories for me that like is like a sense of joy. Like I find joy in that and like I find joy in like reading all the articles on the blog it's like that was a thing that always made me happy and it was like a, a reason for me to always do my toy photography even when like um like even though it, like when times were tough like the toy photography is like what really um 
made me happy always. And so like the reason why I did my 365 was to, to do like 15 minutes of something that made me happy every day when I did that in, uh, when I did that in 2020. So like, I think that always kind of carried on. It's like, so I, that is what the community means to me. And so I think like joining all the, the projects or like joining all the themes and just kind of like being there and just like messaging about other toy photographers is like a reason why I really like joining these. Joining them. Yeah. I, 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 so part of one of my workshops is a masterclass, which is really, it's six weeks of just bringing people into the community and answering their questions. So they kind of know all the tips and tricks so they don't have to scramble around. They can get straight to creating their ideas once they know how everything is done. And one of the questions I get a lot is, well, how do I get involved? How do I, how do I find my place in this community? Cause it's not like it was back in the day when 10 plus years ago, when everything started out and every, it seemed like everybody knew everybody else. It's especially in the last two or three years, the community has grown exponentially and it can feel very overwhelming. So the challenges I think are a great way for not only to find inspiration for your own photography, but to find community. Cause if you follow these hashtags, you're going to find people who share the same values, who are doing similar things as you and and are inspired by the same part of this community, the toy photographers community. So that's a great way to find them. And then of course being inspired by their work. And and also you can you get a real sense of how different people approach the same subject. So even though we're throwing out the same subject, how people create and interpret and share their ideas on that is so different. It's it's refreshing and a reminder that we all can have the same toy, but we're going to create different images every time. Yeah, I mean, look at Jet Manuary. Everyone's taking pictures of Ant-Man, but there are so many ways to take pictures of Ant-Man. But they're all yeah, fun. They're all fun. And hats off to everybody who combined Jet Manuary and Sherhuga. Bravo to you guys. That was impressive. I loved yeah. it. I, it was, yeah, so enjoyable. So, so enjoyable. Okay, so I think we've, uh, I think we can hugga. We have celebrated it and I hope people will bring that in, continue to bring that into their photos as they move forward and not give up on this particular idea and bring more of that into their life. But February is here and we got a new challenge. We do. It's red. Ah, how appropriate for the month of February, red. And uh, that can be anything you want. Yeah, because in February, you're naturally going to be seeing red. So the hashtag is TP underscore seeing red. I know we're so clever, aren't we? Oh, we're <laughs> we're so hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you and your puns. So, so some <laughs> ideas in case you're like red. So, it's, some things to think about are you could do selective color, you can photograph an emotion. It could be a specific figure where red is uh, a component of that figure. You could focus on the accessories that might be in the red sort of you know genre or you could even move into color grading if you're 
Photoshop uh, inclined. So think red, think outside the box. What does red mean to you? How do you want to use it? How do you want to draw attention to your photo by using that very strong and very symbolic color? Yeah. So yeah, show us how you see in red. So would that be the hashtag, Sabrina? Yeah, the hashtag is TP underscore seeing red. Awesome. TP underscore S-E-E-I-N-G-R-E-D. TP underscore seeing red. So thanks you every thank you so much, everyone, for participating in our TP underscore share hugga. Feel free to continue to use that hashtag. We will continue to follow it and enjoy your photos. And we will see you in February for the TP underscore scene red. And please stop by the blog, check out the latest feature Friday as, as well as other tips and tricks on toy photography. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Sabrina. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more episodes or articles about toy photography, visit us at toyphotographers.com. The best way to connect with us on social media is on MeWe. Search for toyphotographers.com or find the link in the show notes. If MeWe is not your thing, visit us at Facebook, Toy Photographers, or on Twitter, at Toy Photoblog, or on Instagram, at underscore toyphotographers underscore. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>